Thank you to Feels for sponsoring this episode of our show. Thank you, Feels. Jake, I don't know if you experience stress or anxiety or chronic pain or anything like that. I experience all those things, and I experience them acutely and a lot. Well, CBD will help, and Feels is premium CBD delivered directly to your doorstep. Okay, okay. That's that's good. I need that. Uh, they naturally help reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. They even sent us some Feels, and I gotta say, I did feel more relaxed after taking it. Oh, good for you. You place a few drops of Feels under your tongue, and you feel the difference within minutes. And if you're new to CBD, Feels offers free mm-hmm. CBD hotline help to guide your personal experience. Well, that's helpful. Yeah. That's nice. But there's nothing to be scared about. I'm a noob, and I took it, and I enjoyed it. So you can join the Feels community to get your Feels delivered directly to your door every month and save money off every order. You can pause or cancel any time. Huge. Feels has me feeling my best every day, so you can become a member today by going to feels.com slash if I were you to get 50% off your first order with free shipping. 50%? 50%? That's half off, baby. Half off. Yeah, it's at least half off. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash if I were you to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Check it out. Thank you, Feels. Illegal. We are illegal <laughs> off the books. I love it. It's actually I brought it. to Sorry, I misspoke. Uh, it's brought to you by LegalZoom. Of course. Yeah. I'm sorry. Apologies. I th- you thought I was joking around. You yeah. thought you were going to get into something really exciting, but yeah. I actually just... It is just... Yeah, it's okay. it's legal soon. Got it. Yeah. <clears throat> but it is very exciting nonetheless. Yay! Well, you know, if you've ever... Have you ever had... Have you ever Have you ever thought of it? Like, have you ever had like a... Have you ever thought of it? Have you ever had... Oh, my like, God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Are you all right? Are you Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fall out the window. Have you ever had a business idea or a trademark idea or an idea you wanted to be patented? I've never had any ideas ever, but I totally get what you're talking about. Well, luckily, our audience is filled with smart people. And if they or if you listening at home has ever had a, a business idea, an uh, idea that you wanted trademarked or patented or any type of Oh, actually, I have like inventions all the time yeah, that, I, yeah. that I want to patent. Exactly. So you would right. need to do that. And do you want to hear some? Uh, I'm okay. It's just it's difficult right. to do that. And so if you go to LegalZoom.com. Okay. Peanut and, butter uh-huh. with chocolate chips inside it. Okay. So that's. You know that that's a thing that exists already, right? What and when? Did, where does that exist? A peanut butter with chocolate chips. A peanut butter, like a Skippy yeah, with chocolate chips yeah, inside of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Really? Like, yeah, I'm sure that's a candy bar. They make peanut butter. Well, it's not with a candy bar. Chip. I'm saying it's like a, it's Skippy. <laughs> you're, so you're right. Your invention idea is Skippy. Peanut Sounds butter. like you just want to pitch idea to Skippy. You don't All want right. to come up with a new product. I'm going to go to LegalZoom.com and get a patent, and you're going to eat your words and my peanut butter. Well, if you do go to LegalZoom.com, please use discount code Jake or discount code Amir. That way you can get more of a savings, and they know that we brought you there. Damn right. Remember, LegalZoom is not a law firm, but can connect you with a third-party attorney and provides you with self-help services. They can also help you with wills, business formations, basically anything that's too difficult to understand yourself. Uh, we highly suggest using LegalZoom.com for those Say needs. what? <laughs> what? Say what? I, what do you mean? <laughs> I'm trying it like it's um, it's like a radio commercial. Okay. Say what? No, I'm okay. I don't need that. Thank you, though. Uh, so, please. Insane. Once the, what? Insane. <laughs> you are once again. It's LegalZoom.com. Now, uh, let's get started. Let's throw you into this episode. Another, we feel bad. We we blew through our uh, one of our, two of our favorite guests back to back. We had Thomas on on Monday, and now we have Josh Rubin on today. Uh, but we, we had to get him on. He's that good. He is that it good. It was that exciting. Yep. And he's in L.A. that infrequently. Yeah, that we had to use him right away. Luckily for you guys, 
things got real. Luckily for us, things got real. So we're sort of lucky in the same regard. Indeed we are. So without further ado, enjoy the episode. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> that shit was tight. I'm rolling face. From what? I'm rolling face. I popped a molly pill. I put it in the water. I, yeah, I, I, I actually crushed up moon rocks and snorted it. <laughs> so regardless of what that theme song was. I was going to roll my fucking yeah. face off. So we have just... a guest here. Hey, Josh Rubin in the house. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh. Monday, lunes, miércoles. Tunis, <laughs> Sabado, Domingo. What I'm never, in LA land. He never breaks this bit for an hour and a half. Doesn't break character. Comidas. <laughs> Meaning what? Hi, I'm Horatio Sands. I'm so happy to be with you guys. I can't believe we got you. Oh, I can't believe I'm here. It's funny. You live in New York. We lived in New York for five months, six months doing the show. And then uh, as soon as we moved to L.A., we can get you on the podcast. And I moved in right across the street from you. You saw me in a snowstorm. I was waiting on the corner trying to get a couch in my friend's car. It didn't fit. I said, hey, I'd really like to do this shit, man. I really want to be on your pod. And then what happened? Why didn't you do it right then and there? (laughs) Well, it was snowing. I had a girlfriend over, and I couldn't get the couch in the damn car. This is what happens when I'm in L.A. I can't stop talking like it's like just a little bit of Nicholson. I feel every time I'm here, I just want to talk like this. Oh, this is great. We can do celebrity advice. Like, can you uh, can you believe it? We're here. This is if I were you. We have Jack Nicholson with us, and uh, yeah, what an honor. <clears throat> Would you believe it? I'm so damn old. I don't have to worry about STDs. <laughs> Wait, why? Why? Why doesn't he have to worry? Well, when you're eighty nine thousand years old and a hundred movies in. What's the difference? <laughs> I guess. I mean, you still don't want herpes, right? Well, I guess it won't matter to me, but it'll matter to that little sweet 23-year-old I met up at Townhouse in Venice. Aren't you on Tinder, Jack Nicholson? Swipe right. <laughs> Swipe left. Full hearts. Can't lose. I swipe right for just about damn near anything, and that's no joker. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, we're happy to have you. And this is If I Were You, the only advice podcast on the internet hosted by me and Jake. And uh, usually it's just us two, but now we have a a special guest. A special guest. Have you heard the show before? I have heard the show. I listened. My good friend Ben was on a few weeks ago, and you guys were talking about love and yeah. about uh, life, a- AIDS, and, and love. Yeah. yeah, it was really AIDS. <laughs> Fucking. Yeah. I forgot we spent half an hour talking about AIDS. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, that was a really weird episode, I thought. Yeah, he just kept saying Zimbabwe, Zimbabwe, Ben. <laughs> I mean, he cares about it. He kept talking about the red campaign through Gap. He kept talking do about Do you do a William Ben H. Schwartz impression? Uh, no. Okay. I kind of feel like he's up here. <laughs> <laughs> I have a Jufro. <laughs> Timmy Creme Brulee. <laughs> that was good. That was really funny. Jim Milk Butter cum jerk. Bill Butter cum jerk? Wow, that's. He's like a Jewish Robin Williams. Uh, wait, isn't Robin Williams Jewish? <clears throat> no, no, no. I think his mom was a Christian scientist, or as he called her, a Christian Dior scientist. Because she looked great and she didn't take medication, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, I, I don't even want to answer questions. 
Well, sorry? I just I don't even want to answer questions. I just okay. want to like hear. Yeah, we can. Various... Well, my favorite impression that Josh does <laughs> is dead. Is uh, <laughs> it's not. It was not bad. But uh, my favorite one out of all of the impressions that he's so good, so good at, I think my favorite is uh, when he does a seagull. Oh yeah. So subtle. I knew when I came over here that I was gonna I was gonna do it, and I tried. To, there's some t- some days it comes, and some but days. like today it's like I'm like a little clogged up. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the the L A air. I'm trying. There. Oh, oh there good. we go. Yeah. It's such a funny thing, man. That like one little fucking hardly working we did, and people are like, "That's that's what I'm known the for." Seagull. It's amazing. Thank God it's not my titties. Uh, so how does the show work? People email us at ifireyoushow at gmail dot com. They're in a sticky situation, a difficult bind, and they need advice, so they come to us for some odd reason. We read these real emails from real people, but give them fake names to preserve their anonymity and do our best to, you know, help them out. Uh, I feel like you'd be pretty good at coming that up with That was the some best intro you've ever done. Really? Yeah. I think I repeated I think myself no, a little I think bit. You, were, you may be a little bit, but I feel like it felt... So it, then it wasn't the best. It feels almost like you're rehearsing. So then it wasn't the best. Well, no, because you did it without fear in your heart, and I really sensed that. <laughs> well, you're stepping on my foot right now. Sorry about that. You're wearing thick clogs, and you're pressing down. Right, I, that's a bit over. I don't want anyone at home thinking I'm wearing clogs. <laughs> Obviously, I'm not wearing fucking clogs. Josh, what's on my feet right now? Clorns. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. They're made from tree torn. Yeah. <laughs> they're clorns. Great in rain. They're not clogs. They're torn. much they smell like cedar. <laughs> <laughs> made of pure wood. Get a splinter I, every time. I walk around. They'll make old. a man out of your feet. <laughs> it's an Old Spice commercial. <laughs> hey, I'm Isaiah Mustafa. Where are clorns? Uh, That's not his name. Um, do you want to hop into it? You want to get yeah. to question number one? <clears throat> of course. Uh, we need, this is a dude who wrote us, so we need a name. Armhair Michelson. Armhair Michelson. Ooh, nice. Which was your nickname in high school, right? Yeah. Dude, I was kidding. No, that was Fat Faggot. No. <laughs> <laughs> and that was just the teachers. <laughs> the you kids, should have what the principal the was The kids saying. used to call me, like, earthquake sounds. Oh, my God. Is you're fat? Yeah, 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 my bully, Rory Cash, every time I'd get off the short bus, he'd go, Oh, shit! Oh, shit! <laughs> and then I'd go home and tell my mom she wrote him a letter once. Cause he gave <laughs> she wrote me a him welt. a letter? She wrote him a letter <laughs> because he gave me a welt with a rubber band, and my mom said, Joshua, what is that? And I said, Oh, that's nothing. No, 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 what is it? It's not a bug bite. I said, Well... The bully on the bus, uh, he used a rubber band to give me a welt on my arm. And the next morning when I'm waiting to get on the bus, she hands me a letter. To give to him? To give to the bully. <laughs> Did you give it to him? I gave it to him, what? obviously, before I got off the bus at the end of that Everyone following day. It. Everyone was reading it. <laughs> what did it up say? Like, You'll never believe it. Well, she wrote this long email. He I killed I, himself that <laughs> night. <laughs> it was that strong of a All letter. All I know is... The next morning, oh, when I got off the bus, I handed it to, to my bully. I said, this is from my mom. <laughs> were you, were you <laughs> proud? Were you like, good luck. This is from my mom. And you're in trouble. Or was it just <laughs> it was, like, oh, I'm sorry. My mom freaking told me to give oh, this no, to it Oh, no. Like, it, was, it was definitely half. It was just like, it was like my voice was definitely <laughs> fluttering, but in my balls, I felt emasculated. <laughs> and like, I, but yeah, this is from my mom. He goes, your, your mom? <laughs> and I like ran off the bus. And the next morning, he had a fucking letter for my mom. He wrote her a letter? He wrote my mom a letter. And <laughs> a it was letter. like very articulate. Because my mom basically was like, I've worked with a lot of children like you. And I know you're probably coming from a difficult situation. I was in administration. I taught special ed. Oh, my and God. And I worked with like kids at like a difficult, you know, <laughs> difficult school. And I just, I just would hate to have to contact anyone to, you know. Take you away from your mom. Take you daddy. away from your parents. Or, or, or better yet, 
tell your parents that you've, you know, whatever, like harassed my son. And he wrote this very articulate letter, apparently. I wish I could remember. I don't know, but it was, it basically, it was like, I apologize. We were just goofing off. Of course, I didn't mean it. Not my, my intention. God. It was like a very. He like, wrote it? I think he did. Yeah. I don't well, yeah, think he didn't he, want to tell his parents. He didn't he want to tell his mom. His dad probably is like, you know, the, the king from uh, Radio Flyer. <laughs> no idea what the fuck that <laughs> Radio Man, Flyer. Have another beer. This fishing rod costs $5. God damn it. He's like Nelson from The Simpsons. I don't know what that is. Okay. So yeah, you guys are you guys missed each, two ships passing in the night there. Chekhov, but you're saying the Chekhovian same thing. miss. I brought Chekhovian a, miss. It was the same exact sentiment. This is Russian theater here, folks. <laughs> if I were you in Russian, Privyet Krasaviet. Uh, we're taking a question from Arm Hair Michelson. Let's do it. Ready? Mr. Michelson. Mr. Michelson Ridersons. Not related to Mads on Hannibal. Go. Okay. Uh, so I'll get... <clears throat> anyway, I went to a party a close friend of mine was hosting, and I was being my usual self. To no one's surprise, there was a girl there who was all over me that night. And who can blame her? I'm really funny. I looked good. And since this was a big gathering, I don't want to say I was the life of the party, but I was certainly cooler than everyone else. I, uh... I ended up going on a date with this girl as a favor to my friend, and we had a good time. She wanted to go all the way at the end, but I said, maybe another time. I, I can tell she really likes me, and this is what I was afraid of. Now, I don't know what to do. She was funny, smart, has a great body. The problem is, her face is very average, and thus, I am not attracted to her. I feel like my only mistake was being myself at the party. What should I do? Should I call her again? Love Armchair Michelson. I love it. <laughs> Why? This guy's such a an unapologetic douchebag. I don't even think he realizes it. It's because he's the life of the party, and you are not, and you're jealous of him. No, I am him. What? I am the life of the party. <laughs> Armhair? Arm- is that you? It is me. <laughs> So you think you're the life of the party? You think you you this get the not, this girl? isn't turning this is not going to turn on to the I'm not I'm not I'm not doing this. Okay. The answer is yes, of yeah. course. <laughs> uh, I think it's douchey to I feel like he has a bad outlook on life. Yeah. That's what I feel like. Okay. So what's your advice? Um, what would you do? If he doesn't want her to like him, we could if he sends us her info, we'll forward hit, we'll forward her the email that he wrote. Yeah, and then we can see if this is actually true or not. If this uh, good-looking guy was actually the life of the party and picked a, picked a girl up and went on a date with him, her. Whoa! No, I swear. What do you think? Well, I want to put a picture of this guy's face up on the Tumblr. <laughs> and see what people think of him or up on social media and just sort of see what uh, social media has to say about him. Oh, you mean like for people to rate him? Yeah, or on, um, you know, read it or one of these sort of social media sites, you know? The Daily Pickle or uh, HuffPo Comedy. It is. It's bad to have. It's not bad to have high health self-esteem. Like, that's nice. It's good that he thinks that he looked good at the party. Yeah. It's good that he that he feels like uh, people will like him. That, yeah. Like, that's the default. I think that's, that's nice. I think it's bad that he's taken it so far that he feels like, um, of course, everybody's going to like him. And, uh-oh, I was myself, so someone fell in love with me. And this girl is great, except she's a little bit average, so she's definitely below me. Yeah, it sounds like she's great. If she has a great body, she's funny, smart, and has an average face. 
That seems like a nine out of ten to An me. An average face to me sounds like a plain Jane, which is you know makeupless and pale, disgusting. Freckly, I Amish. know, I love <laughs> that. Which plain I face, love. yeah, plain oh. face is so fucking sexy. Give me a porcelain girl who washes her face with a rag and goes to bed at night, and <laughs> never, never drinks a lot of milk and doesn't wear nail polish. I fucking love that. You don't Just understand. Coarse fingernails. So <laughs> And teeth yellow, yellower than a stick of butter. Oh. Five foot two, if not a foot. Never filled s- with earwax. Ne- never s- stepped <laughs> stepped into a tanning bed a day in her fucking life. So so clear and porcelain white. She's almost translucent. Only dates guys with man tits. Drinks soy milk. Her dad's name is Lenny. She doesn't know who her mom is. We're so specific now, but I think I know exactly who you need. She yeah. only has brothers, all of which whom she's very close. Their names they all are- took baths. Their names are her. Herschel, Yonkel, Tornell, and Dornell. Herschel, Yonkel, Tornell, and Dornell. All, all Tyler Perry characters. Right. <laughs> and her dad's name is Lenny. That's Correct. your perfect girl. Uh, it is. It is. I love a girl with with an average with an average face. A girl with an average face. Uh-huh. Oh mean, yeah. I want a girl that looks like Garfunkel <laughs> with a body like oats. Art. Whoa, we both oh. said oats. Yeah. Oh, Garfunkel. And oats. That's what it yeah. is. Yeah. With a Garf with his body of. It's funny that we Simon. went to yeah. It's funny that we went to the um, the, oh, the yeah. internet duo instead of the actual uh, legends folk singers. Yeah, it's because we're we're an internet duo and not legends. We are legends, dude. Legends like Jessica Delfino, Delfino. <laughs> Rabbit. Uh, so, do we have actually any advice to tell this guy, or we just wanted to call him an asshole? I think I just wanted to call him an asshole. If he doesn't like the girl, he should. I don't think you have to tell her. You just it's the it's 2013, buddy. No, it's 2014. It's 2013, no, friend. 2014, dude. So guess what? It's 2014. You uh, it's 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 yeah. It's I'm the just worried that you're gonna, you're gonna no 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 it's of the, the of the 2000s. No 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 no. And I think you really 15th, don't need 2000 to. Counted as the first. It's, so uh, it's the 15th year. I would of the say. I would, like how the 19th I would century say is the 1800s. You all you need to do is dodge. A couple texts. So technically, Y2K didn't start until 2001. Dodge a couple texts and you're out, you're out of the woods. I promise you. 2013. This 2014. is your year. Your year. 2014. This is the actual year. Um, do you want to get to an actual question? That wasn't yeah. an actual question? No, I mean like an actual question that like uh, from a guy that we respect, I mean. From a person that we respect. From yeah. Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. <laughs> For somebody I respect. Jake and Amir an writing to you from the set of Age of Ultron, feeling a little sad. Uh, I think this one is from a lady. You got a lady name for us? Ooh, yeah. That would be Lady Cornbread of Wales. <laughs> that was your Ben Schwartz impression again? Lady Cornbread <laughs> of Wales. <laughs> Writes, I have recently been introduced to the polyamory world. I'm very unfamiliar with the whole thing, but I am slowly learning more. I met this really great guy at a party with many other poly people, and we're really hitting it off. I am currently single, but he has a wife. I am a little unsure about whether or not I should proceed with the relationship. I really like him, he really likes me, but I know this will eventually come to an end since he lives in a different city than me, and also the whole having a wife thing. Should I stop analyzing and have some fun knowing that there could be heartbreak at the end? Or should I get out now and save myself the trouble? Love, Lady Cornbread of Walsh. 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 Uh, polyamory. Ever done it? Ever uh, been in a polyamorous open relationship? Jake? Uh, yes. You have? I've been in a polyamorous relationship. The relationship was open and you're like, we, guys, we can hook up with other people? 
Um, it was open, it, and we could hook up with the five people in the relationship. Oh. So it was like a like a team. Well, I don't really know. Circle. It was sort of like a team. It was a little tribe of people. It was like, uh, but you I, didn't hook up with anybody else in the tribe. I had well, I had three girlfriends and a boyfriend. Yeah, and uh, the the rules were not very explicit from the get go, so I never fully understood. <laughs> but I was sleeping with one of the girls, right. hooking up with the other two occasionally, and the dude was completely on limits, but not really my thing. So I didn't hook up with the dude. Uh, but it quickly. Uh, you know, jealousy crept in, and then uh, jealousy slowly crept into the sea. Hey, jealousy! Hey, jealousy! Jealousy, jealousy in the air tonight. I could tell. Nineteen seventy, Tennessee, Tennessee, Tennessee. All right. Sorry. Three passing no. ships. <laughs> you guys aren't even sync when I'm around. I'm like fucking Yoko. Which, have you ever been in a polyamorous open relationship, Josh? No, I, I'm a small, formerly fat, hairy, stout, <laughs> neurotic piece of shit. I, um, I, if the thought of, you know, uh, if I first meet a girl and I'm interested in her and then she's talking to someone else... I'll feel betrayed. I get so sensitive. I'm such a hopeless romantic. Week of the empath, June 30th. I'm a cancer. You understand? <laughs> no. Well, I feel things that I don't even think I'm supposed to feel. I feel your feelings. I feel your If someone's upset, That's I get That's why upset. I don't feel anything, you dick. You guys are the opposite. You stole my feelings. Oh, my God. Mr. Glass? <laughs> <laughs> I just have to ask you a question. This is unbreakable? Is that what this is? <laughs> Correct. So you feel guilt over other people cheating on their uh, girlfriends. No, I or think boyfriends. that's. I think that was hyperbolic of me. I don't think I could ever be in a polyamorous. Well, actually, never, never say never, right? I, I could also imagine myself, you know, like living the real sex nine life when I'm like fifty and going to like a you know swingers party. What about like an open, an open relationship? I yeah. Well, I guess I guess it's sort of what's happening now. Like I'm, I'm in this weird place where, as a guy who was a serial monogamist, now I'm. You know, kind of like seeing different people, and you'll you'll get all kinds of judgment, like oh, you shouldn't be sleeping with you know rotation of right. you know people, you know. And I I just don't want to really get close to anybody right now. Got out of a relationship five months ago. I don't need a new one yet. So you know, you sound like me. Is that what is that what's going on with you? See, no, I, no, totally different. But your voice sounds a lot like mine when you said that. That's what I meant by sounds like me. I'm oh, totally different. Okay. You're emotionally unavailable forever, though. Yeah, Josh yeah. is like Josh loves intensely, and he's like, I'm not ready to love again. And you were like, um, You're you just don't, you've never loved in your life. Yeah, I've, it's better to have never loved and lost than to have never ever loved and never will love what? at all. Those are the same thing. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh shit! That's not the literature. Uh, no, I was saying that I am sort of like that. I also got out of a relationship last summer, and now I'm not eager to get back into one. And uh, would you even ever consider being in a polyamorous relationship? Does that just give I don't you the know. chills? I guess it depends on the girl. Like, if I don't want to be exclusive with her, then mm. I guess I wouldn't mind it. But Did, I don't. I wouldn't quantify it or qualify it as a relationship. Polyamory is also really weird because it's like, all right, we're polyamorous. We're going to sleep with just these four people, and that's kind of it. Well, like, is that what? what it is? Is that what it is? It's always like a rotating crew of the same five, or is it like it's completely open as long as you don't tell? There's different uh, yeah, rules, I, right? I guess and can I, you pick those people? Who picks them? What's uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, when I did it, it, was it was sort of like there was an existing couple, and we were like, oh, let's all we should like all be. A, I don't even fucking remember. But <laughs> I was so high, man. I was so high that day. 
day that I was in a polyamorous relationship. <laughs> it does seem like it seems like if you can handle it, then I then I commend it. I think it's healthy. I, I actually do, but it's not know. for if me. You, you get in too it. deep before you know it. You're in LA and you're you're murdering Sharon Tate. And I just I, in a hot tub. I just I think it just there's yeah. something strange there. But if but I think I could certainly see. I feel like I'm doing the same thing. We're just not all. We don't. Have, there's no vocabulary for it. There's no right. calling it a polyamorous relationship. Right. Well, yeah, it's so it's just me dating. Yeah. I don't understand people. the whole like, oh, they're in a relationship, but they're still dating other people. It's like, oh, so they're not. But why in a label it at that point? Yeah. It's like, why don't you just? That's what my. I have a friend who, the one who is still in this like polyamorous relationship. Right. And I like mentioned the other day, I was like, oh, your boyfriend. She's like, he's not my boyfriend. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? It's like, he's just my best friend who I fuck. Uh, but like that that's crazy that's i mean i think that's great but like she and him have like reached this second level of understanding th- yeah they're operating uh, like above um Us. above consciousness for for me well Let's get back to this question, and it seems like this girl's a little in deeper than us because this guy has a wife. So that seems like a who's totally thing. not down with Polly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she has no idea. You play with fire. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> the Rolling Stones, but I guess sung by uh, you know the Yoko Stevie Nicks. Yeah, playing with fire. That's how she sings, right? Like a stereotypical Asian character from the fifties. No, play with me, cause you play higher. No, no, cause you play with higher. <laughs> The most racist version of that Rolling Stones song. I'm glad we got to the bottom of it. Sung by fucking Tony Curtis. <laughs> Tony Clifton. I'm by my fire. Oh, you're setting some cottage cheese. I'm sorry, that's your ass. Yeah, I saw the movie way too many times. Yeah, you know, you can't, you can't fuck around people in a relationship. Come on. I mean, when it's consummated with a ring. Yeah, that seems you know, like a little know. weird when it's that a wife. That seems like against the rules of polyamory. I agree. I don't fucking know anything, though. Oh shit! We should qualify the entire podcast with uh, that I'm dumb. But that leads that leads me to ask you, gentlemen, a question. I mean, would you? Do you think marriage is meant to be? Do you think we're coming out of this like this era where you know it was all like cultural standard to get married? That you know people were told that our parents were encouraged to find someone, and now now we're in this like weird new place where right you know where we have everyone's accessible, and you know yeah you can swipe right for a new you know Mrs. Tonight or whatever. I guess. Marriage seemed to be, it is a little, it does seem a little old fashioned, but it still is for some people. Well, to me, I will, I, um, I guess marriage to me, I, and I'm terrified that I won't be able to do it, but it's not necessarily about like finding and committing to one person. I just think that like raising a family is important, you know, mm-hmm. having kids, bringing people in the world is really cool. And I guess for I, I, maybe there's a million different ways to do it, but I like the way that I was brought up. So I kind of want to have like a strong family that I can, that I can, uh, Oh, raise a little baby. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, and and which which you're talking about this is what I'm thinking too. Is like you had these, you know, you had a mom and a dad who you looked up to, who you know showed right, each other they loved stable, each other. Good. Yeah, it was like stable. That's what I want too. I mean, I guess you know, y'all get there. Like, I don't know. I feel, feel like when you hit a certain whatever, like you know, number, you feel comfortable like having hung out with a certain amount of people, women, whatever traveled. Then yeah, you get ready for it. Or. Or do you find someone that's so good that it's better than your desire to be individual 
and do whatever you want. We, the three of us, none of us know yet, right? Because <laughs> no. I used to think that it was like, I used to think like that, like, oh, yeah. I mean, I remember when I was 20, I was like, when I'm 26, I'm, that's when I'm going to find a girl, put a ring on her finger, have a kid by the time I'm 28. Now I'm 28, and I'm like, uh, oh, I, this is, I just keep on pushing it back, putting it off. Putting See, it off. I'm 30 now, and I'm like, okay, cool, I'm ready. The next relationship I have, I don't know if it's a good thing or bad thing, but I'm telling myself, okay, the next serious relationship I have, that's going to be the one. That's, that's marriage. Well, yeah. you can't, yeah, when you start getting a little bit older, you can't, like when you're in your 20s, uh, you, stay in relationships for three, four, and five years that you don't mm. want to marry the mm. person. Yeah. But now yeah. you're going to have to like get that feeling and cut out really quickly. Right. I had that fucking thing though where you know we met this girl and I'm, like, I'm going to marry that girl. I'm going to marry that girl. You know, it was great. It was hot. You know, a little volatile, whatever. We moved in, completely plateaued. After two years. <laughs> After moving like, in. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, so what? And uh, you talk to people like that, and like, yeah, it's just what happens. You move in. I don't want to move in with someone, never like have sex again, or, you know, not make right. an effort. But but I guess, like, if you wait long enough, then you move in, and instead of plateauing, you're like, now we're, like, now since I'm 31, I were, we moved in, and uh, we're we'll watching Netflix. I'm going to propose to you, though. And then you're like planning a wedding, and you can't really break up because it's fun to plan a wedding, and there's yeah. a big party. And then after that, you go on a honeymoon. So it's like, oh, hey, we're still having fun. And you then you're like, oh, we're, we're plateauing, we're plateauing. Wait, I'm pregnant. And then you're like, oh, fuck, this is going to be an adventure. And then you keep on going, and then the, higher, then the kids higher, are coming yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Woo, woo, woo. Life. And then, Life. Yeah. Then you go to a polyamory party, you meet a 22 year old little Asian bitch and you're like oh girl why don't you come home with me I'm into polyamory you I see? want to play with you so I play with Hiya is uh, the Duchess of Cornbread of Welsh or whatever uh, is she Asian because I imagine she is uh, I'll say yes though I have no idea in my mind that's what I'm picturing here I th- so I think this goes back to what we were all saying before which is like if you're young I think it's worth having an in- interesting experiences but yeah it, and maybe Maybe if you're if polyamory is not what you're looking for, and you don't think it's going to be beneficial to you in the long run, uh, don't do it. Jake, you touched on something very important. I think my my parents actually encouraged encouraged me to to pursue. They are each other's second marriages, mm. and they're very happy. And they were they they were like, don't get married, don't get married. My brother who who got married like 23 and has three kids now and a second wife. He goes, don't get married, Pulled don't it get off. married. They, they, they just like not yet. It's oh, like right, the not right, yet yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, don't do it yet. Don't do it yet. Wow. That's really interesting. My my parents got married insanely young, nineteen and twenty two. I mean, I, dude, if they that, were married in nineteen twenty two, yeah, yeah. One was nineteen was, and one was twenty two. <laughs> they drank. They drank something Stephen King wrote about. It made them very young, um, <laughs> but also violent. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Who knows? We don't know. It does seem like what you were saying is dangerous, which means create life milestones so that your relationship doesn't get stale. No, I just think I don't think that that's like the reason, but I think that happens naturally. It's like, oh, let's have a kid because we've been fighting. That doesn't seem like a good idea. I didn't say that. That's what you said, motherfucker. No, you're like, oh, let's pla- let's avoid the plateau by having kids and getting married and getting engaged, and then, uh oh, we're done having. I'm not kids. saying that's to avoid the plateau. I just say that stuff happens naturally, and it avoids the plateau. No, you just want me to be saying the other thing so you can disagree with me. Absolutely. <laughs> well, Looks like you guys are playing with fire. <laughs> Uh, so I feel like this girl might be uh, Asian yeah Asian and if if that's the case no 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 I'm saying if this girl's uh, hesitant about it maybe she shouldn't pursue it it seems like polyamory is only for people that are really gung-ho and open and liberal and otherwise it seems like it's not going to end well 
I would right. say cut it out now. That's my advice. If I were you, I would not get involved with a man and his polyamorous wife. Or move to Utah, bitch. <laughs> Who's that? Why don't you move to Utah where you can be in a relationship with a bunch of fucking cultists? Is this Jeff Daniels eating uh, a gobstopper? <laughs> I'm on the newsroom. <laughs> oh yeah, this is oh, not Jeff Daniels. Jeff Bridges eating a gobst. Oh, but oh, it, Jeff it kind of sounds like uh, Jeff Daniels in Dumb and Dumber when he has his tongue on the pole. Oh yeah. Oh, Lauren Holly, what are you doing these days? <laughs> I haven't seen his turbulence. You know, you know everybody's fucking name. I haven't seen Lauren Holly's in turbulence <laughs> with Ray Liotta. <laughs> what an obscure reference. <laughs> <laughs> this is all I'm good for, man. This is why bullies make earthquake sounds. And my mom writes him a fucking letter for it. Were you really fat? I wasn't that big. I was like a little. I was like a little round boy. I, you know who I was? I was like the the kid and uh, the 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 fat kid with the rain slicker and uh, and Super Eight. If I may equate it to yet another mildly obscure movie. What's reference. his name? Uh, Miko Talented. <laughs> Miko Talented. Miko Hughes. Yeah, correct. <laughs> what was that movie with a little kid and Bruce Willis? It was a kid. Mercury Rising. Haley yeah, Joel yeah. Osment. <laughs> that wasn't Haley Joel Osment, was it? Wasn't no, it? it was I just... thought it was Miko Hughes or something. Oh, that's actually, yeah, it was Miko Hughes. House. Yeah, oh, he, he was right. also His name in, is Miko uh, Hughes? He, he was in New Nightmare, uh, the <laughs> Freddy Krueger uh, film he grew up to. Yeah, that kid was cute. Yeah, yeah, he was cute. Yeah, bull cut. He was like the new Danny. <laughs> From uh, The Shining. Runs. Mrs. Torrance. There's a Torrance around here, a Torrance Museum. Every time I drive past the, the exit for Torrance or signs for Torrance, I think it's just a museum where for Jack just pictures of that character. From The Shining? Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's just a, a museum in the city of Torrance, California. With a big flannel shirt on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only L.A. city covered in a red flannel shirt. That's actually not true. Silmar. Mm, Silmar is covered mm, in a mm. red flannel shirt. Yeah, I heard the Salton Sea actually looks like yeah. Charlie Duvall. <laughs> you know what else I feel like you'd be good at? Mm, mm, mm. This is like sort of our little break right now. Yeah. Is uh, coming <clears throat> up with names of pretentious restaurants in L.A. Oh yeah. Like, um, have you been to? Uh, if you, uh, you guys, yeah, I have to. You have to say it like, um, like in a pretentious, <laughs> mildly European model. Have you guys been to court? <laughs> Because then when people ask you, you no. know, if, if you've what's been to court, court what's like, court, yeah, what's on the menu? Um, it's uh, all all sashimi, so it's just fish, but it's been left out for a day. So you sort of feel like by the end of it, you've been asked to jury duty, and you have that nauseating feeling like you're going to get picked. Really? Yeah. Wow. Um, also, there's another great one called uh, Clever. It's like clever, except um, all the waitresses are whores. <laughs> <laughs> they walk around, they proposition you, and it's only only serve fried chicken. Like Hooters. No. Nothing like that. Everything's $45. <laughs> Have you also been to Dorn Tana's? It's like Dan Tana's. It's all Italian. It was founded by Michael Dorn, uh, who played Worf on uh, Star Trek. <laughs> Dorn Tana's. <laughs> if, you, uh, if you remember correctly, he was uh, Worf, uh, the Klingon in Star Trek. Again, he founded Dorn Tana's. Same exact menu as Dan Tana's, except James Woods does not come every night. Wow. <laughs> Another good thing for uh, fancy restaurants like noun and noun like that's a that's a good structure for a, a fancy restaurant oh yeah like tub and pig <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> tub, tub and pig where they just cut animals into, into a tub and scoop it's on la cienega and fairfax that's right? actually right yeah yeah Four, 49 21 it, fairfax it's uh, really right, hard right because those streets are parallel so that the restaurant doesn't technically exist in la 
but if you keep going down, down for about down, seven down, down, miles, they connect just near LAX. The the the, uh, the, uh, the road opens up, and you can drive your car into into a hellhole. <laughs> like did not stay tuned with John Ritter. Uh, I'm full. I'm full of it, folks. This is why I'll never get married. Thanks. <laughs> you just need to get married to someone who uh, really likes IMDb. Oh, good. Uh, Carla Tate from <laughs> the other girl. Carla Tate. Uh, Josh right. is good with movies. Go get to the third question. Mm. Uh, let's see here. All right. I need a. I need a dude's name. Um, Jeff Lebowskor. <laughs> Jeff Lebowskor. Right. Hey guys, I moved to my I moved into my girlfriend's parents' house about three months ago, and I hate it here. Their family are slobs, and they leave shit everywhere. And my girlfriend and I seem to be fighting more and more. I can afford to live on my own, but how do I go about doing this? Her mom is really nice and started to like me even more. She even bought me multivitamins and a birthday present. Should I give them a few weeks' notice and risk having the awkwardness between my girlfriend and I, or should I just find a place to live and take off ASAP? Any advice is needed and appreciated. Thank you. God, what are you? What is this guy doing? Is he like trying to go through, you know, law school and live next to the pl- place where he's gonna work? My nose is bleeding. <laughs> why? Why live at your girlfriend's parents' house unless, unless you're on sixteen and pregnant? I don't understand. And why is he considering staying there? Because his girlfriend's mom bought him multivitamins. <laughs> Here, take some Flintstones and bite him hard. Shit, I was gonna move out, but fine. They're gummies. Give me Dino. <laughs> Give me Dino, and I'll stay for a week. Oh, you bit the head off of it. That's cute. <laughs> Should I hate you guys? I can afford to not live here, and you guys are slobs, but I just feel so bad. You gave me vitamins. Oh, I love these vitamins. Why do you keep doing the pinch my head thing like in uh, Kids in the Hall? <laughs> I don't get any of these. like that. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 It's yeah. all perspective. It plays with perspective. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah God, what the? Oh, get out. Get out of there. <laughs> he, does he, want to break, he wants to break up with the girlfriend? No, he doesn't. He just wants to know if he should, uh, how he should go about moving out, or if he should go. about You go on out. Craigslist, you find an apartment, and <laughs> yeah, then how you about leave. you go about growing some fucking balls? <laughs> I don't think I'm sure that they don't want you there. Yeah, that's another level of uh, non self awareness. This guy thinks he, his <sighs> girlfriend's family, this will be upset sucks. if he moves I'm staying out. at some place for free, and they're feeding me. What do, What do I do? Oh, not only are they feeding me, but they're giving me all the necessary vitamins <laughs> and nutrients. Yeah, I wonder we in the vitamin form. I feel like we have included through all of these uh, emails. Missions because I bet there's one from this uh, from this kid's mother in law. It's just yeah. like, hey, there's uh, there's this do there's this do nothing loser that's uh, <laughs> I'm living with a my, real skull duggerist in my basement. <laughs> Maybe they don't want you there either. I, w- I would say you don't have to give them two weeks notice or four weeks notice. You just have to get the fuck out. Well, you could just say like, hey, I'm go- I'm gonna start looking for places, and that's it. You don't have to like give them. You don't have to say like, hey, I'm gone. Just be casual. Say. But I gave you a multivitamin. And just tell them you appreciate it, too. How dare you leave after I gave you vitamin A, vitamin K, vitamin B12, folic acid, niacin, riboflavin, <laughs> riamin. It sounds like they're bad They're slowly you. poisoning him. <laughs> Everything has a, a bit of glass in it. What? I put a little bit of fiberglass <laughs> in all the pills. Professor Snape? <laughs> I put a little bit of fiberglass in your pills. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, my girlfriend's dad is Alan Rickman. He's a famous Broadway actor and was fucking Hans Gruber. And he leaves his shit everywhere. And He's a slob. He's a slob. I didn't ask you to live here. I just love my daughter and want her to be... Happy. Sorry, there's a newspaper on the floor in the bathroom. Is that yours, sir? No, that's for the puppy. Leave it. I will not <laughs> clean it up. 
I will not clean up the dogs. Also, there's this this bowl with oatmeal just dried, almost like crusted over, cemented in the in the sink. I just like to eat my oatmeal crusty, much like some people like to eat their Chucks mix soggy. <laughs> Who does that? I used to actually. I really like soggy cereal. I got a fucking thing. I don't know. Jake, you with me? Yeah, yeah dude. Ah, uh-huh, yeah. Ah, uh-huh, yeah. Soggy uh-huh, cereal. Yeah, bitch. Uh-huh, like yeah. Soggy Same cereal. Los Angeles. Yeah. Gonna uh-huh. eat my Cheerios uh-huh. with some milk. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mix it up. Uh-huh. Almond milk. Make it sog. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I ain't no fucking hog. My uh-huh. parents be cheesy, cheesy, for cheesy. Jesus, Jesus. Yo. Kim Cardesius. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yo, I like the soggy cereal. Oh my god. That was yeah. Insane. I also like my cereal soggy. You just said Chex Mix, so uh it sounded like a a salty snack. Oh, right. I guess I meant checks. I'm sorry. Rice checks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is the, we go back and This is you back. accepting the uh, Grammy for the song. Uh, <laughs> I actually meant it to be rice checks. <laughs> Horrible mic feedback. Just an insert on <laughs> no doubt just looking around the room. When's completely the disinterested. <laughs> just, okay. Ah, <laughs> right, Gwen? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love it's not Gwen Stefani, it's Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah, yo, Gwen Stefani, yo, 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 shout out. Am I right? Yo, Gwen. What? Okay. Do the <laughs> microphone feedback noise again. <laughs> I love doing that. It's my favorite sounds. Next to a. Oh, oh that? that's pretty good. That's, that's a big old crack. Could be Polly Shore going, hey, it's the weasel. <laughs> or it could be, oh, fuck my ankle. <laughs> Polly Shore. We just lost everyone but six people. We just lost all the footage short. from this. <laughs> we just lost all, <laughs> all the audio. All the audio is gone. All right, you want to get to one last question really quick? Let's do it. Yeah. Because I think we can. 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 We need another lady's name. Ooh, Ingrid Horse. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. That was my favorite one yet. Ingrid the Horse? No, just Ingrid Horse. Ingrid Horse. <laughs> Rights. <clears throat> Hey guys, joining the Peace Corps or Doctors Without Borders has always been a dream of mine. And now that I'm in, now that I'm graduating in May with my bachelor's in nursing science, I guess I'm at the age where I should stop dreaming and start maybe doing something with my life. That being said, I applied and was accepted to a program called IVHQ to move to Ghana for three months and volunteer as a nurse. Here's the problem: I'm pretty poor. The organization that I'm going through says. That to fundraise, I should make a GoFundMe website, but I feel like that would be annoying to try to guilt my friends and family into donating money. Is it selfish to ask people to help me to pay for this trip, or is it more selfish to not try and have to back out of the volunteer work I was going to do because I can't afford my trip fees by myself? I'm torn. All the best, Ingrid Horse. All right. Well, easy answer, right? Selfish bitch. What? We call her a selfish bitch for what? Asking for my money? She wasn't asking. so she can go on vacation oh, to fucking oh, it's Ghana. Yeah, a so she gets to go on a vacation. A vacation. Oh, actually, you know what? I'd really like to go on a cruise to Bermuda, so I'm gonna make a GoFundMe oh, like website. That. Make it's a GoFundMe like website. Yeah, why don't we do that? Why don't you go fund yourself? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fund you, bitch. 
Fund you! No, man, good karma. It's good karma. <laughs> good karma. Good karma. Good karma. Karma, 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 chameleon. Come and go. <laughs> uh, so, we're, what are we going to do? We're going to help her? Well, I, yeah, I I'd like, this is the nicest girl that's ever emailed us. We usually get a, uh, just a never-ending stream right, of assholes and losers. Let me rewind to the last question, yeah. who was, uh, <laughs> I'm getting food and shelter and vitamins for free. How do I tell my girlfriend's family to shove it up their ass? And this girl is so poor, she can't even afford to volunteer in she Africa. she still wants to go. That's what's and wrong with America. And she, her problem is that she feels guilty asking yeah, for money. money. You're the only person that that deserves money. Have you seen what projects are on GoFundMe, Kickstarter, and Indiegogo? They're much, much, much more selfish than uh, anything you could be doing. A lot of white people making their new watches. Uh, <laughs> A lot video of... games and board games. <laughs> and getting very much money for it. No one's saving kids who don't have clean drinking water. <laughs> go for it. Shouldn't feel bad about shit. Yeah, and if you do go for it and create that GoFundMe page, why don't you send it to us and then we can have all of our fans who probably want to help you out. Right, guys? Bone silence. <laughs> Microphone feedback. <laughs> because if you don't fund, you're going to play with fire. <laughs> How dare you? You know, I don't know. Who's sponsoring this episode? Uh, LegalZoom. LegalZoom is going to give us money for this episode. Right. And we could give her some of that money. Some Why don't we money? match all the money that she raises? Wow. So you only have to raise half the money that you want and Holy we'll moly. match the rest of it. I like that. So we'll whatever you get, every dollar you get, consider it two. She gets $4,000. Oh, oh, okay, cuz I didn't really Holy shit, it's 80,000. I This is not a legal binding contract. We have to cap it. We have to cap it. Let's we're going to cap we should cap it at uh 25 bucks. Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> it's a if really you can raise 25, I promise you, bitch, we will match this shit. This is Jacob Amir versus Ingrid Horse, court case, day one. <laughs> All right, we're defending ourselves, Your Honor. Uh, clearly, this girl's a fucking loser. Okay, uh, She's going to Ghana. Ob- what are you talking about? Objection, objection, objection Your Honor. Hey, I order, object to order. you. Order. I object to you. Order. Let's hear from Donna Rawlings. This is, after all, guy code. <laughs> Sorry, Court. I apologize. Let me get my MTV shows right. Um, so we can do that. Let's do it. That's so, really sweet of you guys. Well, Josh, I figure you should. Uh, you should yeah, match part you, of the show. You match what we episode. match. Well, that's actually right. I'm actually. Uh, I have my Woodstock Comedy Festival, which is uh, prevents uh, domestic violence and uh, no, actually fights done. human trafficking. So. Yeah, if we could just divert some of those funds well, over to uh, to this, to this girl. Well, I mean, you know, I, I just feel like you know, I feel like women who get you know hit a lot and uh, and kids who get sold into sex trafficking should get a uh, you know. Get let's a little, just not give that taste to too. Charity. I feel like they I should get like a little taste too. Hard to decide. you play. With fire. Uh, so yes, what Ingrid Horse? Please email us. Create that GoFundMe page. We want to help you get to Ghana. Your sister was in Ghana. My sister was in Ghana and for several months. Not Ghana, do it. I think she found it to be a very difficult but ultimately rewarding experience. Sounds boring to me. Why don't we go to Disneyland or SeaWorld? Yeah. <laughs> no, brought to you by Blackfish. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's a that's good advice, right? It's not selfish. Let's not answer selfish. her question. Yeah, yeah, make the thing, make the thing. Go for you're it. You're selfless. Yeah, you're better than uh, 999 out of 1,000 people. So the least you can do is take their money and do something good with it. What that's are they going right. to spend it Boom, on? Go baby. fund yourself, Go Ingrid fund Horse. yourself. Um, that's our time. That's oh, it. my God, guys. This was such a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thanks for, thanks Thank for coming you. on the show. Now, yeah. now, oh, is there anything that you want to talk about before... 
before we go, anything that you want? Well, to I kind of, I kind of said it jokingly, but we, we, uh, you guys were part of the Woodstock Comedy Festival last year, and which was, was another one, one of the most fun weekends of my last couple years, which is so fun, <laughs> awesome to be there. Yeah, that's uh, such a good cause. So, well, we, we really do. We, 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 we fight the good fight against human trafficking and against uh, domestic violence. But we have fun doing it. <laughs> we do have fun. We go fun ourselves when we do it. So but yes, you should check out WoodstockComedyFestival.org or WoodstockComedy on Twitter. There it is. There you can go. help out. And you can maybe go next year. Do you know when the dates are? Yes, it's uh, the 19th, 20th, and 21st of September 2014. We are in the year. It's only a few months out. If, awesome. we're, if we're alive, we should definitely go. We'll I would be there. love for you to be there. If, maybe if we, we could are... promote or screen an episode of your new show. Uh, all right. Thanks for coming on the show, Josh. If you guys out there have any questions, email us at show at gmail.com. Also, we're still accepting, reviewing, and considering and using theme song submissions. Each episode starts with a new beginning and ending one. <laughs> very good. Very good, Amir. Very, very good. <laughs> well that, done. That first one was written by Andy and John Joe. It was that cool rap song. And this last one is written by another pair called Kite and low. You can send those off to if I were you show at gmail.com as well. Thanks again, Josh. And thanks to you guys for listening. Peace. Jake and Amir started a podcast and they told me I don't need to worry. Emails came from listeners, douchebags. We want to learn how to be really hashtag dope. That's it. Thanks again to LegalZoom.com. Visit LegalZoom.com to save on your legal needs, like wills for $69, LLCs for $99 plus filing fees, and also get access to a network of legal plan attorneys for guidance. LegalZoom is not a law firm, but provides self-help services at your specific direction. (coughs) Enter discount code Jake or Amir for more savings at LegalZoom. That's discount code Jake or Amir.